Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10 show for this week. This show, just like all the rest of them, brought to you by the King of Trucks and Rosetown Mainline GM. Mainline Chrysler, worth the drive, every time guaranteed. Uh, lots of big deals going on, guys. Do you want to get into the uh, the goings-on at the King of Trucks right off the hop here, fellas? Yes. January, massive discounts on the Chrysler side, both new body style 2022 Ram 1500s and Ram 1500 Classics up to 20% off MSRP plus $1,000 4 by 4 cash. That's at Chrysler. GM lowest financing rates in years on new Silverado and Sierra 1500s as low as 1.49% for 72 months OAC. How's that for deals? That's that's real low. That's like Scotty getting a picture of the undercarriage low. That is deep. I I I I love the fact that there's all these deals on trucks, but Mrs. S is in the market for a new SUV. I, I really need something when it comes to to SUVs. Maybe it's a Jeep, maybe it's a a, a Tahoe or a Yukon. Not nothing there, right? Eh? Just always uh half tons. I'm sure they got other stuff. Uh, I think they're trying to cater to our audience, which they assume is more truck rural guy. pickup truck guys. But I'm sure they could look after Mrs. S as well. They, at, the boys, uh, the boys oh, would take care of Mrs. S. Would they the ever? For yeah. Sure. Would they ever? <laughs> oh, you perverts! Hey, let's uh, let's get into the uh, let's right off the hop here. The bracket challenge. That thing has buzzing. been buzzing. Let's yeah. give a plug uh, to our sponsors, Roof Mart. Richie Brothers Auctioneers um, and GB Construction jumping on as a sponsor. And then the prize sponsor, Elk Ridge wow. Resort in Saskatoon, a sweet little package to, uh, for this summer to go up and golf at Elk Ridge, a condo or a townhouse, eight rounds of golf, uh, limo ride, carts and golf, and uh, take the boys up there or the girls and go have a nice uh, twirl in Northern Saskatchewan where you guys haven't been yet. I've been there. My brother got married there in 2013. So previous ownerships, I don't know if it's different there and all now or, or what, but I have been there a few times, both winter and summer. It's an all seasons uh, resort for sure. Hey, we'll talk more about the prize, but did we find out, I think we got to give the sponsors a little bit more love. Did we find out anything about Roof Mart? What do they got going on? Did they send us any uh, notes? Yes, yes, they did. So they're in Prince Albert, Saskatoon, and Regina Bay. So Roof Mart is anything roofing, exterior building supplies Ooh. is a better way to put it. So if you're getting anything done at the house, the Quonset, the cabin, uh, the barn, whatever. So when it comes to roofing, both residential and commercial, huge commercial, right? Like, you know, they work with Flynn closely and all those kind of companies. Siding-wise, vinyl, fiber, cement, whatever that is. Do you guys know what that is? Cement board, yep. Fiber, there cement, all right. And metal. Beautiful stuff. In case you want to put up a, a metal uh, unit of some sort. That's how we ran it on the west side. Uh, wall <laughs> insulations and vapor barriers. Oh, so, yeah. So, you know, if you're going to get roofing done this year and you're a Monday nooner, we ask a favor. You ask your roofer, do you buy your stuff from Roofmart? Right. And if they say no, say, well, I need you to buy it from Roofmart. You send us the receipt and you buy something from Roofmart. We're going to send you a Monday nooner hat. How about Holy. that? Oh, big, big, got, big. Sounds fantastic. Like West side, right? You guys put up, you had to have the metal because then it couldn't burn. Couldn't burn them down. 
So you guys ran metal over there. And then when someone's breaking in, it's loud. So you can right. hear it with a crowbar on metal is loud. Roof Mart knows. So Strategic. Roof, Roof Mart on board. You mentioned Richie Brothers Auctioneers, a part of the uh, senior bracket as well. Of course, they sponsor our game of the week segment. And as we record this Wednesday, by the way, game of the week going on in Davidson against uh, Drake. Drake. Yeah. They're playing Drake tonight as we record. So by the end of this show, maybe we'll have an update on that game of the week for Richie Brothers and uh, auction season, fellas. 12 months of the year buying or selling uh, rbauction.com. I actually cover the Southeast. Just uh, signed up some land in my area today. Going to be selling some uh, farmland in March. So whether it's equipment or real estate, definitely uh, a way to sell it through Richie Brothers. And then uh, we should mention quickly again, GB, they kind of hopped in late. They said, we want to be a part of this. And we said, perfect. That sounds good. Kind of decided, you know what, let's get some merch for this and let's, let's let, uh, not merch for this, but we're going to give away some of our merch on behalf of GB in the bracket challenge. We're going to do some additional prizing. And and along with that Canada tarp that we have coming out, you, you can't, you came up, you put your uh, creative thinking cap on and you came up with a shirt. We haven't released it yet that it is going to fly off like the shelves. It. We're going to have people like texting us and messaging us because it is going to be amazing when you see this tarp. If you're from Saskatchewan, big artsy key. guy, Boz, you're big artsy. You know guy. what? I got to stop you guys right there. I cannot take full credit for this. It wouldn't be right. There was actually one of our listeners who I met up with. He was driving through Regina. I met up with him. He's an original listener. He, I got him a hat and he said, Hey, I have an idea for a shirt. Love it. Planted the seed in my head, and then I made some arrangements and got it designed. So, Adam Tom Adam Thompson, shout out. He, I told him, I said, you're getting a free tarp when they come out. Obviously, this was kind of your idea. So, credit where credit is due. I think I sent him the spec, and he thought it was just perfect. So, can't wait for those to be released. And I know we kind of japped about uh, how it's the official resort of the Monday Nooner, the Elkridge. I got to give them a plug here because they have their party on the pond coming up. And that's something that we want to get to one year. It's February 10th and 12th, pond hockey on the rinks, Elkridge outside. So uh, if you they still need one, maybe two teams, you can contact Elk Ridge, get in on the party in the pond. All players got to be over 25 years of age, five to six players a team. You need some sort of team jersey or tarp, uh, probably just jean jackets is fine. You get a daily breakfast and a lunch, Saturday night dance and banquet, guaranteed four games, and the games are 30 minute. The party on the pond in Elk Ridge, February 10th to 12th. Direct message us if you need a contact, we'll get it for you. Let's get into the bracket now. We've we've paid the bills. We thank our sponsors for helping us uh, with this contest. The bracket challenge has been, I would say, a pretty big success as we launched this thing. The other day, we hit over 500 entries province-wide. And I think that's the coolest thing, literally province-wide. You can tell from who, who people are and who they say their favorite senior team is. We've touched every corner uh, of Saskatchewan with these brackets and if you haven't got yours in yet we are limited one per person but if you haven't filled yours out yet or if your wife hasn't filled hers out yet and you want to get creative that way uh, the first senior provincial game that I've I've seen saw on the calendar is January 27th so I think our deadline will be probably noon January 27th, which is next Friday. So that's going to be your deadline to get in. And it takes 
three, four minutes, got a chance to win that prize to Elkridge. We all filled one out. So next week we'll, uh, we'll let everybody know our brackets and yeah. Big thanks again to Kellen Enslev, who uh, is our bracketologist who helped set this all up, created the website link. Uh, He's going to be helping us with an updated standings leaderboard. So every round or every week or however round or however it's going to work, we'll release a leaderboard of who's uh, who's leading this thing and who's odds on favorite to go to Elkridge. So couldn't have done it without big Diz. And I know some guys are like holding their picks close to their chest vest right now because they're trying to get their hands on rosters. I've heard it from a few guys and I've guys bugging me. You got the rosters. You got the roster. I need the roster before I can make your picks. So it's going to be guys. Some guys are going to be, I wonder if we're going to get a lot of influx right at the deadline, right at the very end. And we We haven't talked about this and I know we ran into trouble last year and, and it's, it's really tough for us. Our senior hockey top 10, we are going to keep it with league teams. It's just, it makes it too hard to start going into provincials and all this. The senior hockey top 10 is you dance with the one that brought you. It's it's league teams and that's how we're going to keep it. Provincials is another beast. We got the bracket challenge for that. So we'll cover that. So when we get into the top 10 for the rest of the year here, it's about the league teams. With this senior hockey show, boys, we got another surprise guest. I know we had Audgers on a few weeks ago. People loved it. We have to mention that we have the man that started senior hockey bracket challenges, Jason Schneider. A lot of you know him as Snipe. This guy's been running a bracket for years. He's going to join us tonight on the uh, Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Show. Snipe's going to talk about his bracket, his senior hockey days, some players throughout the year, and then uh, he's going to give us a few picks, but... He leans hard to the Super League. He loves you know, the Super League. Yeah, and he's a Davidson guy. So, Shane, why don't you take uh, last week's top 10 for us? All right, boys, let's buzz through this quick. Let's go to the HMs. We went pretty deep here. Oxbow, Wilkie, Lash, Vegas, and Grenfell for HMs. And was Kyle. He squeaked in. They don't follow us on Twitter. Just going to mention that. Nine, the OV Bruins. Willow Cree was eight. Seven was when heard. Six was Rock City, five Davidson, four Redverse, three the Wagons from Wadena, two Keniston, number one still and always has been, I think, just about the full season, Kindo Kindersley. You know, and there has been some uh, things happen with some of the top teams. I know Wadena lost two games in a row since yep. that came out and they jumped back up to number three. They're in the Hurt Locker right now. They're really banged up. Uh, it's going to be tough slugging for the Wildcats, I think, uh, down the stretch. We'll see you in Provincials. Kindersley lost. They lost to the Edam three stars. Goalie Travis Child was uh, in Ireland because we got a video of him watching our bracket release show from a pub in Scotland or Ireland. So he was not at the game. So Kindersley loses their first game, didn't have their star goalie. They played Edam again since the last show. They've played twice since the last show. Edam was up two or three nothing early. Looked like they were going to knock off Kindersley back to back. And then Kindersley battled back and I think won, I believe, five to three. So yeah, Kindersley lost. Wadina lost. Gonna be some changes this week, fellas, I think. And as we record, I know Barney sent that I'm gonna steal his thunder a little bit here, but as we record, the game of the week, seven two Davidson is up. 
on oh, wow. Drake right now going uh, in the second period. So a firm handle on that you know, game. You know when you're watching uh, election coverage and they call the poll or they call the, the yeah. election early? Are yeah. CTV or Global or one of the outlets going to call that game so we can proceed with the top 10 here before yeah. the end of the show? Because I thought if Drake won, they might get back in, honestly, because they'd won like five out of six and beat some good teams. But I think we'll I think we'll call it. Davidson gets the win tonight. Davidson. Like Wednesday. I, I, I look at uh, the Super League, the Long Lake League in the last week, 10 days here. And I'm telling you, I'd have a better chance of picking cricket scores. Yeah. And, and who's winning if, if I, if I sprinkled in that, because it is all over the place. Like we got Lanigan beating the Saskatoon Braves at one point. Then we have Drake, you know, they, they seem that they're back Drake again over Wadena Saskatoon beats foam Lake. Like it's, it's just all over. And then Davidson loses to Winyard four, three and a close one. It's a battle. I don't know. And then like you like Brandon said, right? Wadena maybe a little bit banged up. So, you know, it, we don't know what's going on with the cats. It does look like the monarchs, I would suspect, will finish first in the regular season. They've got a three or four point gap now, but but uh Winyard goes into Wadena Saturday. So you never know. They could drop a couple in a row and all of a sudden the uh the gap gets smaller because the remaining games for Winyard are Wadena, Leroy. And I think that might be it. So Ooh, the 10 case. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting down to the wire there, but uh, still four or five teams in that league that could, could win it all and could win a championship. And of course, a lot of those teams in uh, a as well, that's just double checking here. Winyard looks like they have two games, two games left in the regular season. So we're getting down to that time of the year where we regular seasons are ending here soon. You know what? And we got to go. We got to go to the Northern Working Man's League, the Twin River. And we've been high on the Willow Cree Chiefs. So I've been high on the Willow Co- Willow Cree Chiefs all year. They Shane's finally, just been high. They, they they finally lose four oh. four three to Kanikano on on Friday, January thirteenth. Here, so a, a close game. We didn't have boots on the ground. I don't know if you guys got any uh, feedback on that one. So Willow Cree takes a loss. So now, you know, things, uh, things are changing up North. Yeah. They did bounce back the next day with an eight, one win in Waldheim, but I know that was big. I have some, uh, some friends from up in the, uh, Canisno area, Babs, Babs, I think he used to run the Tigers doesn't anymore, but he was at that game. And, uh, yeah, he was telling me that Canisteno played the, uh, Willow Creek guys tough. So that's going to be obviously that league with the two divisions is going to be interesting to see how playoffs uh, playoffs go down. But uh, Willow Cree, maybe maybe a loss for Barry's boys won't be a bad thing. Maybe that'll teach him some resiliency heading into a provincial matchup with the Wilkie Outlaws. A little There's callous, a, a little callous, right? As they yeah. say, yeah. Uh, you don't you don't want to run the tables and then go into the. Uh, playoffs you know we've seen it happen Balcaris wagon and then they struggle in the playoffs although they've had some some tough battles but um Sask Valley anything there to mention or is uh are we still looking at the Keniston Blizzard as the uh class of the league there yeah you know there was a couple big games last weekend I think with uh with Kyle involved I know those two teams do play one more time um Kyle doubled up on Dinsmore on on the 14th, 
Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, the 21st, Keniston goes to Kyle. So in terms of measuring sticks, that's going to be a big one, right? Because the Blizz are 13-0 and and the Elks are 13-1. and So if, uh, if the Elks win that game, I'm not sure on tiebreakers in the old uh, Sask Valley, but it could come down to one of those. If it comes down to head-to-head, maybe it'll go by goals for and against differential. So that's that's game of the year. Let's forget game of the week for Itchy Brothers. Game of the year, regular season, Saturday night in Kyle. Maybe we'll phone the rink snipe style and get some live updates as that one uh, transpires. But I'm predicting like a 9-7 final one way or the other. Oh, Wait, wait till we get into the snipe interview and he he tells you how he used to do it back in the day. It's uh phenomenal phenomenal. Uh Sask Alta League, Wainwright still top of the league there, but they got two losses now. Dewberry and Paradise Hill. Lashburn's only got two losses in that league as well. It's it's really tight, you know, those so those crazy. top five teams in the Sask Alta. Yeah, there was uh Wainwright. Who did they lose to now? They well, they lost to Lashburn and then they lost another one to Metal Lake, I think, last weekend, five to two. Not so, Kid Scotty. No, definitely not. But Wainwright with two losses in a week. Kid Scotty, speaking of them, they lost 18 to 2 to St. Wahlberg. Like, where's the mercy rule there, Wahlberg? You think you get up 10-nothing after the first, you might take the foot off the gas. Just let the uh, clock run. I was I was gonna look, I was just gonna quickly pull this up. 18 goals. It was Five one after one, 14 one after two. So they put up a nine spot in the second and then 18 two after, uh, after three. So leading the way offensively, Adam Shirley. Shirley, you can't be serious. Four goals and three assists for Wahlberg. That was the, uh, leading point getter that, that night, that afternoon. Hey, speaking of that. Used to be big stock car racers in Saskatoon. Probably no relation. I actually do have some news from the Sask Alta that uh, I shared on Twitter last week. Onion Lake Border Chiefs were punted from the league. Uh, I guess they were showing up short quite often. And they had a game in Wainwright where they showed up with not enough guys to play. And it was it was too bad because they actually went through with warm-ups. They had collected money from fans and uh. the game was supposed to start and then it got cancelled. So it was a bit of a shit show refunding people. You know, as you know, because they got pretty good crowds in Wainwright too. So, I guess that was the straw that broke the camel's back for the Sask Alta League. They gave them the old hunt. Did and, the uh, onion? Did the onions not have Millsy's number? Yeah, he would have dialed. Even shank me, like get, call us up, boys. We'd have filled in. He I, ate up some minutes. Millsy would have. Uh, so yeah. you just know, to you, finish that, just to ahead. finish that thought. Yeah, yeah. Onion Lake's top line going to Las Vegas. So apparently their top line is actually pretty good. Like there was a bit of a thought that they might be going to Wahlberg or something like that. But then, uh, yeah, they're going to Las Vegas confirmed. I'm going to move us here. We're going to pivot over to the Sask East Hockey League. All right, let's give them their due because we've had nothing but messages here. They've played two more games than Langenberg. But Swan Valley is tops in that league right now with 24 points. So there you go, Swan Valley, SV. They are leading the league there. I can't believe how many messages that they sent. They got to follow through now. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, 
Bruce's boy, right? Carter Cockburn leading the way. They are, they beat, I remember the first game of the year, they beat Langenberg 10-9 in a uh, shootout. So they've, they're an interesting club. We might have to, we might have to go watch them in Theodore or in Rokenville. But Langenberg in that league also, they lost their, uh, one of their top players signed in the East Coast League this week, this past week, Brock Trotter, who's come up several times, including in our Darren Drager interview. When he mentioned a guy who played for the Montreal Canadiens playing for Langenberg, he signed to an East Coast League deal. So that's going to hurt the uh, the Moskalukes. And, of course, they've got the Bethune Bulldogs coming up in round one of Provincials. And there was an absolute blowout, Cote and Grandview in that league, wasn't there? There was, yeah, we got some videos sent to us. There was a plethora of penalty minutes and suspensions. I think the Cote... Bartz had 77 penalty minutes. I'm actually surprised it uh, it wasn't more. The game ended 6-1 to one for Grandview, but a plethora, like I mentioned, of suspensions. One guy suspended until next year. Like, take the rest of the year off. Take a seat, son. Uh, <laughs> you're done for the rest of the year. And then I think Cote had three other suspensions, and Grandview had one guy suspended, but two both of Cote's goalies were ejected from the game. So I don't know if a player strapped on the pads or if they went, you know, with six <laughs> attackers to finish the game. This happened. I think most of the shenanigans happened somewhat late in the third. So yeah, the wild, the wild East boys are buzzing. Looks Propel. like, looks like it was one minute, 10 seconds left that most of the, the stuff went down. So speaking of tight leagues, we talked about the Saskalta, the Coppell Valley highway hockey league is extremely tight. The Grenfell Spitfires and the Balcaris Bronx are tied with 20 points. And then the OV Bruins are sitting with 16 and the Lumsden Monarchs, the playoffs are going to be very interesting in, in that league. And uh, Bernie, and Kyle Stroh are battling, and Kevin Dufour for from Lumsden for the league leading uh, score in that league. So the Coppell Valley is going to come down to the wire here as far as who's going to finish first in that league. Any big I, games I, this weekend? Oh, we got we got Balcaris taking on uh, Milestone on Saturday Ooh. night, and Lumsden and the OV Bruins also go at it on uh, Saturday, Sunday, one senior game. Balcaris and Lumsden. So some really interesting games in the in the valley here to as they get down to the nitty-gritty in that league. And the uh Balcaris milestone game will be a preview of provincials. It gets a little oh. gets a little weird oh. at this time, especially in the, the Coppell Valley, because you're playing league games, you're gonna play in provincials, you're probably gonna play in playoffs. Like you could play a club 12 times in a month or <laughs> in five weeks or whatever, right? If you play in all three. It's crazy. Absolute, absolute chirps here. I know Belter uh, looks like he went to the can. So I'm going to take the Div 3, my old white mud hockey league. Etonia still the top team in there with 19 points. Uh, Gull Lake is chasing. Looks like Etonia is going to finish first. Really nice to see as they're back back playing senior hockey and they have a senior team back in Etonia. Uh, none of those teams went provincial. So I'm not sure if some of those teams jumped on anywhere else, unless I'm wrong. Do we have Etonia? Are they in provincials? No, they're not. No, I don't so belt. Are any of your div three teams in provincials? 
I don't think they are. No, we're uh, we're going uh, Div Three provincialists this year. That's your Div Three update this week. No, I got some. Not a Q style. Okay. Barry just did the Barry just did the white mud while you were. uh, Sorry, gets to bed. Yeah, mama's working. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Cedar Boy is still buzzing up there. They're nine and zero. Hornack eight and one. They're like the 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 class of Div Three down Nauticu style. Continue to win this weekend though is interesting, fellas. One and two are going head to head. The team Moosja and Cornac are going head to head, and then the basement they're also going head to head. Hodgeville and Avonlea. Hey, they won. I will say, I will say last week, and Avonlea got their first W. So big congrats to the Arrows, starting to put her together late in the season. And then uh, the did next you, day, did ahead. you see? I tweeted that they were going to get their yes. first win, and then they did I'm in Gravelberg. They yep. got it. And then Saturday, funny big flip flop. The top of the class plays the basement again. Assiniboia takes on Hodgeville, and then Cornac plays Gravelberg. So big weekend over in Div 3 Nauticu style. Hey, I'm going to hand out our player of the week right now in the big six. These guys big have been sexy. loyal uh, loyal patrons of the Nooner from the Mydale Mustangs. Love them. And it's not just player of the week, just player of the month, maybe, is what we'll give them. Taylor Thompson, seven games played, 27 points. And they're winning some uh, games out there this year in the Big Six. Mydell's much improved. And I've got another nugget on the Carlisle Cougars, carlislecougars.com insider. As we mentioned on the last show, they've got their own web page and they've loaded up for provincials. Also reported on the HPC podcast. Carlisle has a payroll of three grr a game for provincials includes Jesse Gabriel. And I mentioned this guy on the last show, Cruz Reddick. Apparently they are bringing him in from Edmonton. He's from Saskatchewan, grew up in manor coming from Edmonton to the Southeast round one versus Oxbow. Going to get some air miles, some WestJet points. That's uh that's crazy crazy stuff down there hey we didn't give uh, any love here don't worry we we see you there saskatchewan prairie hockey league battleford still up top there with 20 points and uh, i love the radisson wheat kings didn't they invite us to the bar did they invite us to the bar i don't know probably they invited you for sure uh they're in second place there so that it's going to get uh the sask prairie hockey league and and keep your head up redberry i know you guys haven't won a game but so love you there was a bit of a viral situation there is fight night in uh, Turtleford last weekend as well. Video was released and then it was deleted. Won't say any more on that, but uh, knuckles are being chucked in the Prairie League for sure. I was talking big six before, and I want to mention game of the week for this upcoming week mm-hmm. for Richie Brothers Auctioneers, buying, selling, farmland, equipment, whatever you're doing, rbauction.com. Carnduff and Redvers. The top two teams in the big sexy. And this is the first rematch since the, what do we call it? The Christmas massacre. Whatever, Christmas Blah, massacre. Right? right before Christmas, they had that big brawl. Oh, yeah. They were buzzing. The yeah, of, yeah. At the end of the game, two huge rivals. This is their rematch game in Redvers Saturday night. We'll see what uh, transpires there. It would be good to get boots on the ground. I'll be away this weekend, but uh, see if I can get some boots on the ground on our behalf. Nobody gets suspended. 
for, yeah. for provincials, anything like that. Crazy. Uh, Wheatland Hockey League, do we got anything there? I think St. Brew, Lake Lenore, still the top team in the league. Uh, the, you know, Craig is kind of looking towards provincials more than league, but uh, Tisdale in there as well. You guys get anything from the Wheatland recently? I don't get much from the old Sweetland. I know Belter's got some uh, insiders up there, but don't no, know I, much. I don't got much either. I, I, you are right, though, Barney. Craig is buzzing for the uh, for provincials that are getting all dialed in, and uh, they, they want to hang a banner. They want to hang a banner in the old barn up there. I got a Sask West update. I'll try and keep it high and tight. My insider sent me a lot of info. It was their busiest weekend of the season Wednesday night. Like I mentioned, Kindersley traveled to Edam on a Wednesday. So it makes you wonder if they're short-staffed or whatever, driving all that way on a Wednesday. 7-6 OT loss for Kindersley. So Edam wins 7-6. Kendall Fransu got the OT winner at 212 mark. Yeah, so Kindersley loses. This is an interesting nugget from the Sask West. They do not reward teams for overtime losses. You don't get a point. I don't mind that. Apparently they took that out this year because some teams complained about it last year. So they had a vote and you don't get a point for losing in overtime, which is uh, the only Mm -hmm. league I've ever heard of doing that. So Kindersley loses. They chalk it up as an OT loss on their website, but they actually don't get credited with a point. Um, Yeah, it's interesting that league, obviously just to give a quick rundown, Kindersley comes back to beat Edam. Kindersley's got one loss. There's really three teams that have a chance, I think, to win the league. Kindersley, Wilkie, Edam. If Edam would have beat Kindersley the second go-round, there would have been a three-way tie for first, which would have been all sorts of uh, potential tiebreaker scenarios. But it looks like Kindersley will finish first. Wilkie and Edam likely to meet up in the semifinal and uh, be good hockey there down the stretch for sure. My memory isn't what it used to be. I can't remember. I know you gave out the uh, player of the week tarp, Last Mountain Distillery. They sponsor the tarps, local distillery in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. Please support them uh, when at all possible. We love what Last Mountain does for the podcast and for senior hockey. Try any other products, especially the gin. Trust me. Uh, Last Mountain Distillery tarps going out. Who won it again? Sorry. Taylor Thompson. Double T. Mydale Mustangs. He's actually, uh, he's playing provincials somewhere. I can't remember where, but he got picked up somewhere. Kind of. No, I don't think it was in that league, actually. Playing with uh, Peter's boy. Oh, and by the way, I uh, I mentioned on the senior release show that Redverse signed a bunch of guys from Watchers. Mm-hmm. Kelly gave me the old, no, they didn't, but they did. Kelly, they did. Take a seat. Watchers is goalie going to Redverse. That's a... Uh, it's a long haul, but sneaky, sneaky Redverse club. We're going to get to the senior hockey top 10 for general well servicing right after our special interview. Let's go to that right now. And the interview is for on the senior hockey show. Great Western and 016, our friends there. The beer deal. Thanks to all the teams that have signed up for that this year. Please do not send the Monday nooner pictures of your players and they're not drinking Great Western beer because, yeah, it's just sacrilegious to have that so thanks to great western brewing still time to sign up for the beer deal maybe your slow pitch team whatever uh, you're getting a kickback with every beer that you drink from great western all right this guy set up his bracket challenge years ago as you're going to find out he's been around he played senior hockey almost to damn near 50 this guy's 
seen a lot. Still can fly if he gets the Jets on from Davidson, Saskatchewan. Our white whale when it comes to senior hockey, Jason Snyder. Here is Snipe. All right. So uh, we finally got him. It's like the white whale when it comes <laughs> to senior hockey. This guy, uh, absolute legend, especially in uh, southern Saskatchewan, Jason Schneider. Snipe, as they call him for year uh, years. Snipe, thanks so much for finally hopping on the Monday Nooner. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. So the reason we kind of wanted you on first off is, is we started the bracket challenge and uh, you know, Brandon kind of came up with the idea and, and it's taken some work here, but for years you've run a senior hockey bracket challenge. Um, what, you know, how many years has it been going? Uh, take us through, you know, when it started and, and why it started for you. Well, it started back when I was playing senior hockey in Davidson. Um, we always used to do the March madness bracket me and a couple of the buddies at home and uh, every March. And so the senior brackets come out in like January and, and uh, we always print it off and look at it and see who's playing in each division. And about four or five of us on the team said, well, why don't we all fill one out and throw in 10 bucks each and kind of just have bragging rights amongst us. So a few guys off the senior team filled out some, each filled out a bracket and we kept track and it kind of paid out the winner. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of snowballed uh, from then, but you know, back in you look at this year. Obviously, there isn't the teams, uh, but there's there's quality. Um, when you look back, snipe on some of those years, like how many teams in, in some of these divisions? Like there, there was a lot of games to pick. Yeah, C C was always the biggest one. Um, C and then later on A. So teams that you know you 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 needed so many imports to to make a roster and you couldn't drop guys. So you had to go a, but C and a seemed to be the heavy brackets. And then B and D were the, were the lighter ones, not as many teams. And, and all the years, you know, was there anyone really close to, to getting a, a perfect bracket as they call it? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. We, you know, it probably started in the mid nineties. And so mid to late nineties, it's been about 25 years. We've been doing this and, Usually we don't have very many people, just five, 10, maybe 15 people that throw 10 or 20 bucks in and we fill out a bracket and, and keep track and chirp a bit. But uh, no, there, there hasn't been very many, uh, I don't think, close to perfect brackets. Maybe a perfect category, you know, especially a smaller category like a B or D. Everyone gets it all right. But yeah. So are you, this year, can people still get involved with your your bracket? Can we still get signed up? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, we just email them all to Jason Shaw and Davidson, and and uh, he just keeps track himself and sends out a weekly email to here's the results. There's like I said, there's usually only five or ten of us, but uh, yeah, we we all we still do it just for fun and and uh, see who see who has bragging rights. Awesome. Was there uh, was there anything you know over the years that? maybe comes to mind just a massive upset that no one saw coming in, in one of the divisions where I don't know if it was a two game total point or a, you know, a series where, you know, someone came out of the woodwork and had no business coming out. Yeah. I think one I can think of fairly recently was maybe Edom. They, they uh, tend to knock off, you know, they're in a league up north and years ago they were in, in a different league that wasn't even that popular. So up with St. Wahlberg and some of those teams. and The old so, North Sask River. Yeah. And yeah. so they would, 
not hardly any teams out of that league would even enter provincials. So it's a, you know, you'd see Edom usually in there and, and uh, they'd once in a while knock off a big, big dog, like a Kyle or somebody and throw everybody, bust everybody's bracket. <laughs> this might be uh this might be a tough one. You, you know, you played senior hockey for what, what you played hockey. What was the, what was your age, your last senior hockey game? Uh, 2017. I played 29 years. Wow. Oh, wow. That's that. And, and you, Hey, I played with snipe wreck only, but, but the kid, the guy can fly as on, well yeah, as on, well on the ice. Um, over the years, snipe senior hockey players. Uh, if you had to maybe have a Mount Rushmore of guys that you played against that were just unbelievable senior hockey players. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Chad Allen, when he come back home and played senior in Davidson was one of the best uh, I'd ever seen. Um, Trent Campbell is one of the better senior players. He had an NHL shot, so that helped him a lot. One of the better players I had ever played against. Lindsey Holton is, in his prime was pretty good. There's been lots, honestly. Like, I'd be, you know, or I'd be leaving lots of good players off. What about goalie? A goalie that, you know, stole series for a team. Well, I'm biased, but Kelly Weinberger was one of the best back in his day. He won a lot of rounds in uh, Davidson in provincials, so he, he was really good. And he was he wasn't he was underrated. I remember one year we played Crawford in provincials, and uh, they had Royden Gunn, and he was the big name goalie, and he had the goalie school, and uh, it's a no name. Kelly Weinberger ran his show, and 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 we knocked him off first round so it was pretty cool <laughs> um you know when you look at the when you look at this year's bracket as a as a bit of a bracketologist expert you know who, who does snipe like this year well i always uh, lean to the long lake hockey league's probably the best league in the province so you're pretty safe if you pick teams out of that league to go to win a few rounds so davidson so- davidson over caniston then <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. That's not a great draw, is it? <laughs> Somebody's done early. Yeah, I want a good team going to be out early. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is it uh, is it disappointing for you as a, as a senior hockey purist to to not have AAA around the area anymore? Absolutely. I I, I enjoyed really going to the Allen Cup. So, um, you know, missed that. If it was anywhere in Rosetown or Lloyd or anywhere close, we even went out to to Alberta and watched just the, the very last year they had it. So watch Kyle Ross and the, and the generals win. So that was pretty cool. Who do you like in a this year? Again, I like, uh, I like the long lake. Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the meats. Have, have you seen the rosters? Uh, no, I haven't seen all the rosters, but, and a is tough because a lot of teams add so many guys that you can't go by their league team. So it's a is a more of a crapshoot. It's hard to pick. And lots of traveling this year when, when you look at how far teams got to go in round one. Like usually, you know, in a in a final, you get some long road trips. There's a lot of traveling this year. Tell you guys a funny story back in the in the early days of following the brackets and the draws. This was before Twitter and social media, but I used to have all the hockey rinks phone numbers on the back sheet of the bracket. <laughs> Games That's that- awesome. You know, midnight, two in the morning, we'd be phoning, well, right after the games, I guess, we'd be phoning all the rinks and getting the scores in the lobby. They yeah. just The uh, rink in the lobby just ringing all the time, and somebody just pick it up, and they'd say, 5-4, so-and-so, <laughs> click. Like, you wouldn't even... 
And so we busy writing all these scores down. And then I had a group of people that wanted to know all the scores and there was no Twitter or anything back then. So I text out the scores to everyone. And even guys like uh, Shank, he'd want, he'd want to know the scores, but he'd only want to know certain, he'd want to know a, and he didn't give a shit about D or something. <laughs> I remember you had the snipe, snipe ran a f- uh, flip phone until yeah. like that thing. <laughs> yeah. It was a flip phone and I could only send 10 texts at a time. So I'd have to enter another 10 and I had about 50 <laughs> on this, on this text. And so I'd be sending texts all hours of the night after we're drinking and the ride home and guys phones would be buzzing at two in the morning by their bed. <laughs> wives would be pissed off at them. That's fantastic. Uh, but, but if you wanted to know you were all in or all out, you didn't, yeah. you got scores or you got none of them. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Snipe, you're so an absolute, uh, absolute beauty. And uh, we're going to have, maybe have to have you on uh, near, near the finals here again for some insight and uh, pick your brain. Sure. Sounds good guys. Boys, we can also have him on this summer when he's staying at Belter's vacation rentals out at the lake. Yes. <laughs> uh, right on. Okay, thanks Live so much show. for hopping on, Sniper. Thanks, Snipe. Thanks, Snipe. Take care, you guys. See ya. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool little bracket he does. I know he entered uh, ours as well. Ooh. So we'll be interested to see he's how he stacks up against the seven or 800 Nooner faithful that uh, have filled out a bracket so far. By the way, there is still a week-ish to get signed up. But we haven't quite confirmed the deadline. We're waiting on some scheduling. So I would say if you're listening to this, sign up now before you forget and it's too late. Get it done, get entered, and uh, sit back and enjoy some senior hockey. That guy and Josh Miller, you know how sometimes universities, they bring in people to speak, uh, you know, real life thing. If there was like a senior hockey class in universities, Snipe would be on everybody's radar because that guy just knows it inside and out. He'd have like the senior hockey breakfast. He'd be a guest speaker at the breakfast. Yeah. Oh, I love, love snipe. Um, okay. Senior hockey top 10 general wealth servicing, always hiring in Southeast Saskatchewan, big supporters of the Monday nooner. We couldn't do it without them. Thanks to Fowler and his crew. This is the general well servicing Monday nooner senior hockey top 10. Here it is. The general well servicing top 10 for this week. Honorable mentions, boys, we have four. This was a hard week to pick everything. Honorable mentions and top 10. So the honorable mentions first from the Not A Q Hockey League. Yes, you heard it right. Microphone is not broken. Team Moose Jaw, the Assiniboia boys are in as an honorable mention. Also, Rock City from the Sask East Hockey League. Their first ever Honorable mm-hmm. mention or top 10, the Battleford Beaver Blues are an first, honorable mention. First this year, for sure. I think they might have snuck in last last year. All right. All right. Correction, guys. Sorry if they did. Sorry. And our last honorable mention, my boys, the Willow Cree Chiefs playing just west of Duck Lake, Saskatchewan. Number 10. Let's kick it off at number 10. This is for sure. The first time we've, we've uh, mentioned these guys, and we've got a lot of pushback on social media to give these guys their due. We're talking the Sask East Hockey League. They lead the North Division with 12 wins and two losses from Manitoba, the Swan Valley Axemen, led by Bruce's boy, Carter Cockburn. Number nine. Flying in here at Oxbow they hopped up from HMs into number nine. I think they're I think they're twelve and one this year, boss. Big sexy. 
Number eight. The Wilkie Outlaws. Number seven. From the Saskatchewan Valley Hockey League. They were an H or they I think they were number 10 last week. They're moving up and game of the year for Ritchie Brothers this Saturday. They're home to Keniston. This will be the true measuring stick for the Kyle Elks. Don't follow us on Twitter. Number six. Guys are becoming a little bit more of a part of me every weekend. I spend out there in Vibank at another minor hockey league tournament, the Odessa Vibank Bruisin' Bruins. Number five. Right on. Number five from the Super League. Still a solid squad making things happen. The Winyard Monarchs. Number four. From the Big Six. They stay there. They were there last week as well. The Redvers Rockets. Good locals. Number three. Number three. This is going to have the fellas go, ooh, what's coming up next? Number three, the Kindersley Senior Clippers. New number one. Number two. These guys are going to be a tough out in provincials, but this is about league, and they're going to be a really tough out in the Super League. The Stock Team Amazon, the Davidson Cyclones are number two. The number one senior hockey team in the province. The number one hockey team in Saskatchewan, according to the Monday Nooner General Wall Servicing Top 10. They were there to start the year. They were gone for about a month or two. And now they're back. The Keniston, the Blizz, Blizzards, number one hockey team in the province. If they go deep again, man, they're going to need Arctic Spa hot tubs. Remember how much oh. hockey they played at the end of last year? Oh my. And in Crake. Yeah. With those boards, they don't move. They'll be uh, they, uh, d- deliveries from Arctic Spa Saskatoon down the double lane highway. Lots of they, stock, so it's good. They have a lot of uh, they have a lot of games early in the year. They're blowing teams out. Their, ser- their schedule is about to get serious, right? They got Kyle this weekend. Then they get Davidson over the next couple weeks in provincials. We're going to find out a lot about the Blizz over the next three weeks. True colors. Oh, I feel we're going to get a lot. Tina of Turner mess. style. We're going to get a lot. Tina Turner. True <laughs> colors was uh, Cindy Lauper. Uh, we're going to get a lot of comments coming at us about this top 10. Don't forget about the bracket challenge. Brando, how do people find that? This is going to be the last time we likely talk about it on the Nooner before the deadline. So this is your last warning, potentially, to get signed up. The easiest way is to find the link on our Twitter, our Facebook, or our Instagram. If you have any questions, you can DM us, and we'll be happy to help. And, uh, yeah, get signed up. Good luck. Thanks to Roof Mart, Ritchie Brothers, GB, and Elk Ridge Resort. Going to be great stuff. Someone's going to win a sweet ass prize. Yeah. And thanks so much to the sponsors for making it happen because we wouldn't be able to do it and the costs involved without the sponsor. So that is, oh, you got one more? I was just going to say, speaking of sponsors, one more plug for our title sponsor in Rosetown, King of Trucks, Mainline GM, and Chrysler. All right. See you That's next it. week. Later.